and welcome to this special episode of the Fools on a Hill podcast. Woo-hoo. As our friends, Cheekface, so kindly put, it is the 10 year anniversary of everything from 10 years ago. And today, we are celebrating the 10 year anniversary of a very formative album of ours that comes from the vaccine's second album, Come of Age. Jingle time, baby. It's a classic. Oh. Should have called it AstraZeneca, shouldn't I? <laughs> that would have been foretelling, wouldn't I it? I genuinely didn't hear a word you just said. It's <laughs> <laughs> a COVID joke, I think. <laughs> it's going at the end of the episode, don't worry. <laughs> That's very, very optimistic of you. Yeah. Yanni. Callum. Fancy reading yeah. some Wikipedia? Absolutely. It's my favourite thing to do when we record these classics. Alternatively, uh, I don't do it. Uh, come of Age, alternatively known as The Vaccine's Come of Age, is the second studio album by English indie rock band, you guessed it, The Vaccine's. Released 3rd of September 2012. So indeed, it does make it 10 years to the day that you are listening to this classic episode. Um, it was produced by... Ethan Johns, who has worked with various artists, just to name a few. Um, (laughs) 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 I love that now albums. Um, (laughs) The image on the... (laughs) I'm quite impressed by that joke. The image of the front cover uh, features four, and I've not chosen this word, androgynous teenage girls, each representing the different members of the band. Um, We're going to go through this track by track in a sec, Um, but just to name off a couple of the singles, No Hope, Teenage Icon, I Always Knew, and ending off with Bad Mood. Oh, it's not how you want to go out, is it? It's not how you want to go out. Um, Are we doing the deluxe version or are we doing the standard? We are going to do the deluxe version, providing that you listen to the additional three tracks. That is a no-show. Well, we will do the standard (laughs) version then. (laughs) Liam and I will just touch on on the the little three. Um, This is the vaccine's only number one record. What the hell? I know. They've got five top five records. Um... And I find this quite confusing because Justin Young, a.k.a. J.J. Pistolo, a.k.a. the lead singer and sole songwriter, I don't know if it's sole, but main songwriter of The Vaccines, has called this album a creative misstep, which I don't know if anyone has heard The Vaccines' latest album back in Love City, but that is a creative misstep. This album is not. So don't trust anything that Mr. Pistolet has to say. Damn. That is scathing. Scathing. Should we get into it, or does anybody have any prior notes they want to Uh, get off their chest? No prior notes, no. We're going to go straight into it uh, with the song No Hope. Uh, First single to be released, and first song on the album. Wow. I planned it. Exactly. What? Uh, way to open the album, I would say. I couldn't agree more, mate. It's one that yeah. I don't really put on as a standalone track. 
But every time mm-hmm. I hear it, I'm like, why don't I listen to this more? Because it is a very, very good song. And it is hashtag relatable, being 24. Oh, you know, oh. 24, young and bored. You're going to be 25 this year, though, mate. Yeah, fuck off. Liam first, so it's fine. Yeah, that's true. I did Not think it was insane when he, said, when he said about being 24, and I I had to double check because I thought, I hope he's <laughs> writing this as as a younger man. No, but he was 24, and that, I felt very upset by that. Yeah, Personally. but he does say young. <laughs> he does. I'll take that. And I am bored. Yeah. yeah. Constantly. Um, yeah, I think this was... Uh, a song that Liam should make a comment about now. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I agree with your points, Colin. That I kind of when listening back to this, realised this is is a banger, a, a banger. <laughs> Trying a new thing there didn't work. Um, I think it's quite an interesting one and a very good opener because it kind of starts and sounds quite like the first album. Um, for the first part, we're just singing, it's just one guitar. And then obviously it kind of steps into it for the chorus, um, and that guitar line that comes in, the I was lead just guitar, about to say that, oh, that effect I, on it, that lead. Oh, I bubbly. don't have any words for it. Bubbly don't have any that. words for it. It's one of the best sounding things ever, ever. And there's a few songs in this album, um, a similar guitar lead sound, and also some more distorted ones that are unbelievable, unbelievable, ahead of their time, ahead of any time. <laughs> They're out of time and space. They exist. Yeah. In their own dimension, and wow. they're incredible. Wow, that's me. Crazy, beautiful. That's a good song. Yeah, it is. Um, moving on to the second song. Uh, I always knew. Um, not to spoil anything, but um, one of my personal favourites. Ah, uh, Avi. Mm, <laughs> um, it helps that it's on an episode of New Hill. Uh, I think. So I I associate things with that. But um <laughs> Zoe Deschanel. Um <laughs> Yeah, I What a woman. <laughs> I uh, oh. I bloody love this one. This this has uh, a lot of nostalgia attached to it. Yeah. Something in particular about this, the sound of it obviously the time where we were listening to it, although this album as we'll get on to is one that we all listen to at a certain point in our lives. Yeah. Um jointly. Um, but yeah, this one in particular just takes me back immediately to that I time. I com- completely agree. This vividly reminds me of Bonfire Night on Brooksfield in Real. Um, mm. I think I've made that connection because in the video they're at like a fairground and Justin is wearing a hat and Bonfire Night is one of the sole nights of the year that I wear a hat because I've got a massive head. The Bonfire Night was always fucking freezing. <laughs> So I just think that that's kind of like, you know, I don't know what the, the phrase for that would be, but so by association. Um, I do love this track. Um, no matter what mood I'm in, I won't skip it, despite it being a bit more of a somber. I suppose it's, it's a bit somber, but there's a bit of an uplifting feel to it. I don't know. But just no matter what mood I'm in, this is one that I will always want about out. Yeah. Thank you for sharing your personal stories, guys. I feel so honoured and humbled. To be here right now. Um, yeah, this one is yes. Yeah, the second year, I feel like I'm 14 again. Um, coming of age, and um, I don't have much else about the video apart from I really like the sound of the song. This was like the first one on the album really that um leans into the kind of 50s style 
that quite a lot of the album is. Am I right in saying that? Someone need to correct me or prove. Well, we'll not we'll not be harsh like that. We'll just agree. But do you know what I mean? That kind of like I feel like you can you can kind of dance like um, do like this kind of dance <laughs> into it. Hey. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> one of them. You can do one of them. Everyone's swinging on the dance floor the, the and doing mark. twirls and stuff. Up. Rockabilly. <laughs> I'm gonna throw that word out there. I don't yeah, know what man. that means. I'll say rockabilly. Um, and yeah. There you go. Nothing more. Nothing more. Nothing more. Uh, moving on. Teenage icon. Um, what a lovely guitar tone on mm-hmm. this. The lead. Yeah. Oh, so, so ripping. Good. Sounds like it's just about to tear With the lay between the ears as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The reverb, I suppose oh. it is, that's just like slightly the pre delay on it is just beautiful. Um, Again, because of reasons that we'll get on to, this one in particular has a lot of memories attached to it, Uh, mainly Mm -hmm. just playing it in a band that Callum wasn't a part of. Um, So sad to hear that. So sorry. Um, Yeah, this is one of those songs that uh, I remember learning. I had to learn it all the way through, and it was one that I, I distinctly remember learning every single lead part because I had to. But um, listening back to it now, I'm quite impressed with myself. My younger, my 14-year-old yeah. self that I was able to do that. I Other genuinely me... thought the same thing when I listened to it. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is pretty good. Yanni must have done quite well to learn this. Because um, you weren't yeah. very good, if I remember correctly. So I'm actually, it really was a challenge, I'm sure. I was strumming, coming out of the womb. <laughs> <laughs> um, I obviously share that memory with you, and that's... Um... What, Can't strumming, coming out of the womb? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Drumming out the womb, yeah. Drumming out your mother's womb, yeah, for sure. Hmm. Um, and I also really like the sound of the guitars in this song. I think it's just a well-written song. The solo kind of halfway through and stuff. Just a very solid tune, kind of all out, all in your face. Goes for it, sort of song. Good. Yeah, song called Banger. Nothing more that I have to say that you two already haven't. Oh, beautiful. Uh, moving on. From the bar. All in vain. This is one of the ones that I don't put on as often, but if I leave it on, I remember how much I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I love the yep. chorus, um, and the baby. I would just refuse the way that song, the melody of it. I, I think that's perfect. Couldn't agree more, mate. Um, I was never really mad on this when I was uh, a fourteen-year-old. Uh, that carried on into other ages, um, but I was thought it was too repetitive. But I was wrong. It's wonderful. Yeah, baby, I would just refuse. Yeah. Is definitely the highlight of the song. Hundred percent. I think I had all the same feelings as you guys, really. Of like when it came on, I thought, oh. but it, it kind of actually from a re-listen was one of the standouts, probably. Um, and this again is very kind of like. Old styley, um, and another new guitar tone in it for the lead, which again mm. is wonderful. Honestly. Big up, big up, Freddie. Big, big up, Freddie. Freddie. What a guy, Freddie. Freddie. Yeah. Um, moving on to Ghost Town again, one that I don't really um listen to that much. Wow. Um, however, this one I'm less fond of. Um, I think it's the perfect length for what it is because it is. Um, just a bit repetitive, um, but 
it's not bad. I think it's a good sort of respite because the songs are noticeably longer on this album compared to the first mm. one. Um, they've obviously developed as songwriters um, to be able to do that and make it work nine times out of ten. Uh, or ten times out of eleven. Um, <laughs> but the... Uh, yeah, this one I just... I can do without it. I don't hate it. I'll leave it on if it's on, but like I don't really care for it that much. I love this one. Um, I, I think this was one of the first songs that I learned on guitar, which is where it's fucking very easy. Um, so where that's, that's where that uh, <laughs> affinity lies. Um, I love belting it out. It's a good driving song, in my opinion. Just full on. He does mention about driving, doesn't he? It does. And it just reminds me of Rill, really. Lyrics. Oh. Just goes down in yeah. it. Yeah. So. Um, I always like the... Is it a specials song? Yeah. Specials song that goes on. I always think, yeah. the same. I always think about Rill when I listen to that song, so I guess for the same reason. Because um, it's a shithole. Um, <laughs> yeah, this one is... I love this one as well. This is one of my favourite ones. And it has been since the album came out. Um, and like listening back, I really like the find it very interesting the space between like the notes and stuff like it's not full out full on um it feels quite like considered all the guitar parts and, and the bass and everything just seems, feels a lot more considered than stuff from like the first album um drinks pretty cool moving on aftershave ocean yeah yeah just fucking the multiple riffs the multiple riffs in this. And the very distinct tones as well between mm-hmm. the guitars. Freddie's lead, which I can't... I don't know how best to describe it, but juxtaposed against uh, Justin Young's um, fuzzy guitar is uh, it's just great. And I love the rhythm of this. And all the little flourishes it has sometimes um, with the rhythms. It's just one of the most thought-out tracks. You, well, you, you get the sense that it is anyway when you listen to it compared to all of the others. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I, I do love this one. Mm. When I was little, well, little, I say 14, I don't <laughs> think I appreciated this song for... For what it is, but since growing up and you know developing a proper brain, this is straight up there for me on the album. Yeah. Um, it's just massive, and yeah. if this is one of the ones that Justin thinks was a creative misstep, then bitch, please, <laughs> bitch, please. please. Yeah, this is my favorite on the album. Hundred percent spoilers. I think it- and if, so, oh my gosh! Yeah, I think it always, cow. <laughs> I think it always has been as well. Um, I just think, it, yeah, it's unbelievable that opening riff, that those low notes, mm. the, just the way that starts the song, <clears throat> and that whole intro into the first verse. They feel so different. The verse to pre-chorus to chorus are like incredible. It's like one of the most well-written kind of set of music ever. That's the correct term. Set of Set music. Of music. Um, and then, like, the second time they do the chorus, when that they go heavier for, like, the second verse part, 
that part. It's genius. It feels so like operatic. It feels massive, like you say, Cal. It just feels like yeah, really like yeah, yeah, indeed. Yeah, moving on. Weirdo. Sorry, you're a weirdo. Um, don't get in a bad mood. Um, not, yet. not yet, anyway. Not yet, not yet. Not yet. Uh, Just have a change three. of heart. <laughs> oh, I wish I was uh, a girl. Yeah, it's, a, it's a lonely world, isn't it, boys? You know. um, run, run away. It's always in vain. Um, anyway. You are so <laughs> possessive, and that is some misbehavior. Thank Shut you. No. Um, we have there's no hope. There's absolutely no hope. <laughs> Kelly, are you all in white? Uh, uh, no. Um, oh, I've, I've got my wetsuit on uh, underneath this. Nah. <laughs> nah. Oh, well, uh, Liam, but, Liam yeah. killed that and I tried. So I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't no, I think it. you killed it, mate. I don't think I did. <laughs> I was thrown off by a different album. Yeah, that was um, the point. I was mixing things up. Anyway, the song is weirdo. What uh, another great guitarist and perfectly suits <laughs> the. The song title as well. It's such a weird guitar riff. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just a very, a very understated song, and I like it a lot. Yeah, uh, I was never mad on it. Based on this review, I'm not quite sure I liked this album when I was young. Um, <laughs> I think I just <laughs> liked a few songs. Um, but yeah, um, it's great, and it's um, yeah, it's needed at this point. I think. Despite yeah. I always knew kind of being a bit slower, I still a bit. I don't know. This just feels different, and it's it's needed. Yeah, um, yeah, I love this one as well. This one is another one where just the space between the notes feels massive, and like is a big part of the song. Um, and yeah, the guitar riff that kind of comes back with little chunks of it here and there throughout, and the, the tone is unbelievable. But yeah, I love this. Love the chorus on this one as well. Yeah, I love the ah bits yep. where it all comes in. Um, that was note perfect, by the way. Please don't. Unbelievable. Um, Just that song. Uh, the podcast. Um, moving on to bad mood. Uh, one of the first songs I remember hearing from this album, uh, which is weird because it was the last single to be released. Um, but in my mind, I feel like it was the first one I remember hearing. Um. <laughs> I liked this very much at the time. Um, however, I don't know if it's a bit too easy. Mm, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I want a bit more of a challenge. It. I want more. The album before has provided more, whereas this seems very easy for very them straight. to have done. Yeah. I mean, it it works because it breaks things up a bit and it gets you back into it for the last layer of the album. Um, but I just don't know if maybe it's a bit too easy, but I still enjoy it every time it comes on. Yeah. Another banger straight out of the blocks after weirdo to get you back into the swing of it. Uh, great music video, um, which we don't talk about, but I just did. I, I do think it's top notch, but I, I agree with Yanni in what he said. I, I do agree with you. Yanni. That is him. Him. That is Liam. Um, I think it was around this point of the album um, that I had the thought that uh, this song in particular sounds quite a bit like the Pixies. 
Um, and then it, mm. I think I got to this point and heard this, and I thought, this almost sounds like Pick Thieves. And then I kind of thought, well, maybe kind of reflectively, some of the other guitar tones and stuff are quite Pixies-ish as well, which is quite interesting. I don't know if they were an influence at the time. Um, but just the the concept of that is very is a big jump from the first album. So I thought it was quite yeah. interesting. Um, I've, I think, if I remember correctly, this was my alarm for a little while. <laughs> my morning alarm. That's fucking shit scary. Really yeah. get me up. Because when I listen to it now, when I listen to it now, I definitely had a song from this album, and not none of the others kind of seemed to make sense. I think it was this one. Um, it, when I listen to it now, it still makes me feel a little bit anxious. Um, yeah, I I did the same thing with Milk by Kings of Leon, and oh, that's every a nice that, easy like, way into the morning. I think I yeah, but every time I hear that well. synth, it's like boom, 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 boom. I'm like, <laughs> I feel sick. I'm like, oh, oh no, I don't want to wake up. Don't let me do it. I'm sure I had milk as well at some point. I really did that. But, um, but yeah, copy I think me, this is a good song. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to copy you again now and say mirrors to you. Um, Whoa. I agree with your points about it being maybe a bit too a bit too simple um, compared yeah. to some of the other more interesting parts in the album. But it's still mm. a solid track. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Now for a bit of a change of heart. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, we're coming Gosh. to the end of this. Part two. Um, interested to hear what part one sounds like. It's the 1975. Is it? No, it's not. Um, no. This was a late bloomer compared to the rest of them for me. And I think this is something that you put on at one point, Liam, and left it on. And from that moment, I was like, why have I always sort of skipped this one? Because I very much enjoy it. I don't know if it's the second chorus um, where it sort of prolongs a bit. Mm. But I love that yeah. part. Love that part. Yeah, I love how all the chorus, choruses, chori, have uh, different lyrics. I love this one as well. This was one I've, about, probably before I started working, where I do, and I had to listen to music all day. Uh, this was one that I thought was probably a bit weaker, but fuck, I was wrong. Uh, phenomenal. The chorus is just, I know I just said it, but every one of them is just brilliant. I love it. I had a change of heart, you could say. Part two. Wow. Well, I, I've i never really liked this one, to be honest with you, which is why I'm what? confused by your story on. Yeah, I, no, no, I do definitely. like it. Sorry. Sorry, let me let me start again. I I don't like the song as much as the others on this album. Uh for me it's my probably my least favourite song. Uh I wouldn't say that. But it's down there. <laughs> um I still think it's a I still think it's a solid song though. It's actually like I actually think there are worse songs on this album, but I like this less than some of them. It just because it just in terms of the style, it just doesn't sit on this album very well for me. Um and yeah, I don't never never really gelled with it personally. Which I think it's weird if I did do that with you, Annie. But that was okay. Did I leave it on and leave the room? <laughs> like, I'll no. leave you with this. <laughs> um, I Wish I Was a Girl is the next song. Oh, um, I'm here to support you. It's all right. Um, I enjoy this one. It sort of seems like a weirdo part two. Mm. Mm. Just with the like the the riff. I don't mean like the... Uh, 
the lyrical content um, <laughs> before anyone gets offended. God. <sighs> Move on. Move on. Um, <laughs> no, but I do very much enjoy this. I love the lyrics in this where um, life is easy when you're easy on the eye and it extends into the, yeah. the chorus. Well, well done. Well, well done. So how you like your steak? Well, well done. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Animal. Sorry. Rare. Um, Stop beating. Really? Yeah. Yeah. What did you say, Annie? I missed that, sorry. I like my steak like rare. Rare's too risky. Rare's too risky. <laughs> no, it's, rare. it's not. It's not. No, because you go some places and you get rare and it's too rare. I just feel like if you say medium rare, you usually you're fine. You know, you might get it rare, which is fine. Um, you're not usually going to get it any tougher than medium rare, so it's it's a good that's a good point in the spectrum. Maybe that's why they call it, call it rare. Uh, what about this song? I wish it was. I wish I was a girl. In what fact, song? his name. The song. This song, I um, I really like this song. I think the lyrics are great in the song and the way he sings it and stuff. You're right, on it. the guitar lines are wonderful. Cool um, what was a point I was going to make about this song? I don't know. Come back to me. You... No, that's it. Remember. You've you've had your speaking moment. Hello. Uh, yeah, mirrors. Oh. I like it a lot. Whoa! Oh, too late. Circle back. Too Circle late. back. Uh. Oh, thank you. That's a boomerang. Be ready. It reminds me. Yeah. It reminds me a lot of um, girl, a girl like you by Edwin Collins. You know, never met a girl. I'm like glad we you circle before. back to that. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> Do you agree? Do you agree? Is it because it has the word girl in the title? <laughs> no, the riff and stuff sounds the same. It's, it's got the same kind of groove as well. It feels. I haven't actually listened to the song, but from memory, it feels like um. You haven't like listened it. to the song, or just today? I have not, at all. Not, <laughs> not, not for this comparison, you know what I'm saying? Not in the last uh, 10 days. Well, if it's any consolation, I haven't listened to the song at all, so. Yeah, you, you have. Tame Impala covered it. Tame Impala covered it on like a version. Uh, Never met a girl like you before. Oh, yeah, I have heard that. Um, yeah, Liam, I'll get your comparison. Boomerang, I'll hit back. Thank you so much. Go on. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> oh. Going to struggle to Reduce your head size, man. Uh, <laughs> last song is Lonely World. And I'm going to be very, very honest with you. I didn't have time to re-listen to this album as a whole before we decided to do the classics. And I genuinely don't think I've ever heard this song before. <laughs> I I've don't. never I chosen agree. to listen to it. <laughs> I agree 100%. I completely agree with you. I was listening to this thinking, I've never heard this before. I've never <laughs> made this far on the album. I don't know what's going on. What is this song? Not like it. It was nice. It was nice enough. Bit long and boring. It's nice enough. Yeah, it's a nice ending to the album. Um, I like it a lot. It's haunting, which is a word I've said many times in this recording. Um, (laughs) Not for this album, but you know, previous stuff. Don't listen to it. Yeah, feels weird. Yanni will put a title card here thing. You know, for episode seventy-six, he'll do that now. He will. He will. God damn it, because he doesn't want to work. Where he works for the rest of his life, and this is how we're going to become rich and famous. Yeah, so he'll do it. Um, so yeah, um, that is the end of the album. Um, Liam, this album reminds me of you. 
Oh, oh Helen, you know what? This album also reminds me of him. Because you stopped <laughs> being a bitch. Me, me as well. You stopped being a bitch at this point, Liam, and admitted that you liked the vaccines, which was a nice time for everyone involved. I don't. Well, when did I say I didn't like them? I just you never did really not like. To them. You did not like the first album. Oh, well, all right, yeah, you didn't listen to it, and then Come of Age came out, and oh, you changed. Yeah, no, maybe. I really, I really liked this album. Yeah, at the time, yeah. it, it was one of the first albums I ever bought on vinyl. I think. I think it might have been the first album. I, I remember that. I still and you don't own it. Deluxe edition, didn't you? Like it was signed and everything. Or something. It, yes, it was. It is indeed signed. Um, yeah, it must have yeah. been memories. It must have been I one of the first s- ones I bought. New, anyway, a new record that came out. Wow. I, I still don't own it, and I need to rectify that very, very quickly. I'll uh, I'm going to throw an idea know. out here. Hmm. Um, Go on. These nuts. Oh, but specifically this album. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> uh, Got him. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me. Of the sports team of the time. Mm. Don't know why. Yeah. It was just sounds yeah. listening to this before, and I thought that's something sports teams kind of seem like they're doing on this second album. They're just mm, yeah. 2022. Okay, Thank I you. That's my What's the same effect? Yeah. Yeah, I think Lol. this is a very, um, this is a, for me, you know. <laughs> The na- the title is perfect. This was exactly when I was coming of age, and I guess you two were too, because we are the same age. We are um, the same age. I'm, I'm the same I'm age. Far ahead. <laughs> um, and yeah, it just se- seemed like a point. I- I'm trying to think now about what you're saying about me not liking the vaccines, and you're probably right. I feel like everyone kind of liked them, and I didn't quite see it, and so I was probably a little bit over. Like, oh, trying to be cool, wasn't he? There you go. Liam the anti-vaxxer is the YouTube, the YouTube title. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but yeah, when this album came out, it felt so different, and it felt so kind of fresh at the time. And, you know what's um, mad? Come on. Go on. This, this album came out a year after the debut, apparently. I didn't. Yeah. Just and one. Then, well, that makes sense. We covered the debut on Classic. Yeah. And then oh. Melody Calling, the EP, came out oh. a year after. Melody yeah. Calling. Oh, what my a God. Great, what a song. I know. What a great three-year run just for them to and just then... suddenly... <laughs> yeah. Um, I have got some questions to ask. Oh, you Do bitch. you think this album has aged well? Uh, yes. Yes, because the different stylings that we've all mainly limbs touched upon... Um, they're timeless styles, oh, they and they've made it work yeah. to yeah. fit the the age of this album. However, it was also slightly ahead of its time with the sounds and the production of everything. Hundred percent. It still slaps. The big parts of these songs <laughs> still sound thin. There's dynamic range, which nowadays you you just struggle to find, man. Where's me range? I was fascinated. Range boys, where you at? They've gone. I was fascinated when I realised that this came out a whole year before AM. Um, oh, yeah. And this sounds so much better than AM in many respects. And it's a better album than AM. I think that's yeah. undisputable. Uh, and I, I enjoy <laughs> AM for what it's worth. Um, but like the fact this, I, I think this, from what I remember at the time, people didn't enjoy this album. Which, if you were a fan mm. of the first album, I can understand because it, it was very different. So a lot of those people, you know, the ones that hear these those songs in Top Man of the time, which you know is a very dated reference because I don't think anyone would think of Top Man as that 
now. Um, they don't exist, do they? Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> yeah. They just didn't enjoy this album. Um, it's interesting they got number one. That's probably riding on the success of the first album. Mm. Um, and obviously no one knew what was to come. So it's just, it feels like a really, like, it's a, it's a real, like, black sheep of that time. And I can't remember what the question was, but it really, it really holds up. I think it sounds fantastic. Um, and yeah, as you say, I mean, musically it's timeless and it still sounds great. Now this album came out this week. I would give it at least, at least an eight out of 10. Yeah. Yeah. Without, without even thinking any more about it. Completely agree. Um, next question is your first experience with the record. I'll go first because I remember watching the no hope video on youtube like when it was released not being not trying to claim that i'm hashtag indie but this was very much the enemy era so i was definitely on the ball with, mm-hmm. with this 100 percent. uh liam yeah my i mean i was also i'm pretty sure i had a, one of the front covers or like some article about this album on my wall at the time so it was probably I guess I probably heard No Hope when it came out as well, but I don't remember it. I kind of feel like I remember it. Was I always knew a single? No, mm-hmm. sorry. Yeah. Teenage Icon a single? Yeah, yes. second one. So both of those things, yes. Yeah, okay. So Teenage Icon stands out more to me as maybe the point where it just hooked me, I suppose. Um, but yeah, other than that, I don't, I don't particularly remember. Also, it feels weird that I was only 14 when it came out because I feel like I was more like year 11. I don't know. Maybe my maybe yeah. a bit of a wash on that. That's how I feel about it as well. I feel like I was Definitely. more eleven. Um, but it, it was around the time we were in a band, Danny, and that was when we got 14, 15, yeah. That oh that lines up perfectly. I think the maths there is pretty the spot on. It seems like the fact that dates um work. It they do. work. Um, yeah. It's a good way of keeping yeah, track. I think as I mentioned before, weirdly it. Like the first thing I remember from this album is probably Bad Mood, even though that's the last single to be released, and that was almost a year after the. Um, oh, no, it is actually a year after. No, it isn't. Sorry, I'll shut up. Um, it's a long time after the release of the album, um, but I just remember hearing it on um, Zane Lowe's radio show when he used to like do the like, new music and stuff, and thinking, yeah. This is this is naughty. This I like this riff I do, um, and then obviously teenage icon for the reasons I've already mentioned. Wow, what is your favorite track on the record, Liam? Um, I said before after say after shave ocean, and I think that's true. Although I think if you got me in a different day, I might have said something different. But I think the correct answer is after shave ocean. Yanni? For the reasons mentioned before. Uh, it's a toss-up between Aftershave and I Always Knew, depending on how I'm feeling at the time. Um, because nothing beats nostalgia. Um, God damn true. But I'm gonna the press best you for song a for me is Aftershave Ocean. Wow. Um, oh. My two are also I Always Knew and Aftershave Ocean. Um, wow. Do I go for a clean sweep or do I do I pull back a consolation goal? Nah. Consolation goal. I always knew. Just today. If you ask me tomorrow, it'd probably be after the ocean, but today. <laughs> I enjoyed listening to <laughs> I always knew in the car before. And yeah. I think I know the, the answer to this one. 
How does it compare to their other works? Number one. I think it's very I, close I between this and the opener. I think it's very close. I think there might be songs it, that I prefer on the first record, like A Lack of Understanding. Fucking adore that song. But I think this is a better, more considered album. Um, my affinity for All In White tops anything they've ever done. I don't know why in particular I love that song so much, but I really do. Um, it's because you actually love King C. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Um, however, yeah, I think this is it's probably the best, probably the best album they've done. Number one for um, a reason. Yeah. I'm definitely a sophomore guy on this with for the vaccines. I mean, not compared to the other albums, it's just those two albums. That's all that matters. Oh yeah, there's a few singles um, on some of the other albums that are decent, but in terms of actual yeah. albums, this shits on it all. Uh, Melody Calling is also up there. That deserves to be spoken about in terms of the albums because it's that good of a song. Uh, same with Tiger Blood. Great, great B-side. Um, oh, fantastic B-side. We yeah. we ever so slightly um, mentioned before that there is a deluxe version of this album. Uh, Yanni hasn't listened to them. Uh, and I listened to is... one song that you told me to. Possessive? Oh. That was the one. Did you like it? I did very much enjoy it. Good. I'm glad Good. about that. Uh, the tracks are Runaway, Possessive, and Misbehaviour. Um, Runaway is decent. Same with Misbehaviour. But Possessive mm. is where it's at, isn't it, Liam? Absolutely, yeah. I know. I think the other two are good. Good songs. Yeah. Um, but there's something special, Possessive. I can't believe that wasn't on the album. Um, mm, I agree. That was the first... Perfectly. That was the first song that I actively learned on bass. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's incredible. It's, I, I actually was very <laughs> shocked earlier. I was very, very shocked earlier when I realised that it wasn't on the album. Because to me, 100% this was on the to album. You. If you played the song, yeah. I'd say, oh, this is from Come of Age. There's no, no doubt about that. And you I can't believe they missed it. But, but I believe that draws us so close. Yes, indeed. Um, this will only be available... No, it won't. Will it be available audio? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, How yeah, long ago did we do this? Because <laughs> Yanni is not, not, uh, not familiar with the format. I'm not at all. It's been a while since we've done a classic. Huh? Yeah, um, classic. Classic. Um, yeah, so if you're watching the video... Do what you should do and like it. Comment what your favourite track is. Answer the questions we've asked ourselves, please. Answer Why those right now. Right now. Uh, ding the bell. Look below. You'll see everything is there ready for your likings. Um, if you're just listening to this, because as I've been reliably informed, that is something that happens. Um, <laughs> then follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Fools and the Hill Podcast. Twitter at Fools and the Hill Pod. Or if you want to, you know, check out all our vids that we've uploaded. We've uploaded so many vids. We're, we're vids, so bro. on the game, uh, on the ball. Check the vids it, up, bro. It's Falls on the Hill podcast. If you search it on YouTube, you'll get it. Go there, subscribe, and ding our bells three times. On, off, on. Exactly. Yeah. As long as it's on at the end of it, ding it however many times you want. Make sure it's, it's lit up or whatever happens to it. There's something happens to it. Got like little three little rings above it. Oh, like a ring, ring, ring. Yeah. a ring, ding, a ring, ding, ding, ding my bell. In a and Bye. On note, um, <laughs> and on these notes, ding, dong.
on these notes. Hey yo. <laughs> got him. I did get either before you hive and lie. Bye. You got ripped in your yeah, butthole, bro. I, I did get got. I, I did get got. <laughs>